your boy the lost african the afro boy um i just want to have a quick segment uh it will not be long but i did just want to bring this up because i recently found found out about it um especially on tiktok so someone was talking about um the six regions of africa you know that that includes the african diaspora so the african diaspora which are us who are african descendant or the black people who live um, our cultures or our new uh, vibrant cultures were created outside the conf- continent of Africa. And it's basically a unified un- unity type of ideal. Um, now for me, now they say there is a website that says, you know, um, the African diaspora or the sixth region of Africa via the U.S., uh, there is supposed to be like a campaign or organization in the U.S. Um, for me, though, as far as the, the ideology and expanding this ideal, um, I do believe that it should be stretched out to the Americas. Because originally, the ideal or the foundation of America was a plural. It was the Americas. Like, if you watch this... Netflix series, I keep trying to get people to watch this one, keep bringing it up, which is called um, uh, El, El, El Casava La Blanca. I know the the, the title is, is stupid, but listen to me. Um, what it talks about is uh, slavery. It talks about uh, the struggle, basically, that other Blacks went, went through in the Americas. So why I bring this up is because I feel that this ideology should be stretched outward as far as there should be, in my eyes, an embassy. There should be an embassy in North America, which is up here where we are, which is what we call the United States. There should be an embassy for us Blacks uh, who derive from the Africans in Central America. So like Mexico, Guatemala, uh, Honduras, uh, wherever you land in that area. And then there should be an embassy on down into South America, which will end up touching the islands all the way to Brazil. That is the Americas. There's North, Central, and South. Um, But I did want to bring some highlight to the ideology of this, which is um, in 2017, which is very recently in 2017, all the African states became a union. The 55 members are grouped into geographic regions. There's North, which has like Morocco, Egypt, um, a couple other places, North Sudan. There's South, which is of course South Africa, like I believe Zimbabwe is down there. I, I believe so. Um, like the Ivory Coast is down there. Then you have East, which is like where, where Ethiopia is. There's a uh, Maui, that's East Africa. And then you have West and Central. And why I call us the children of the West is because most of us derive from the West side of Africa. You know, So most of us, if we take a lineage test or ancestry test, it will come up. It, including in the Caribbean. Literally, it will say we derive from the same place because we do. It'll say that 
no matter if you're you're Latino, so looking as you're a black person of African descent, it'll say you derive from mainly West Africa. So it'll say like uh, Congo, it'll probably say Nigeria, it'll probably say uh, present day Senegal, Mali, uh, Central Africa, Congo, Cameroon, <laughs> those places. We mainly derive from Central or West Africa. But um, this first came about in 1963. Uh, Pan-African leaders around the world met in Africa for relatively the first real time to discuss this. Um, it did not come into fruition until like 2003. So the diaspora was constituted as the sixth region in 2003 to encourage the people of African origin who live outside of the continent. There is, for those who live in Illinois or are from Illinois, there is an African Diaspora Sixth Region Association of Illinois, like I said, because I'm from Chicago. Um, but they do have that here. I do have to check that out. I just came across it. But like I said, and again, this ideology needs to be talked about more because the concept isn't far behind. The same way we believe here in the U.S. there should be reparations, there should be a, a build for uh, Black Wall Street again, 2.0 type of thing, you know. Those type of ideologies are like kin. They're, they're tomato, tomato, yin and yang. You know, we're, we're pretty much all talking about the, the same thing in a sense. We just may or may not have different ways of getting there. But do we all want to get there? Yes, at the end of the day. So if you can blend these ideologies together and we still get there, I don't see the problem with that. I don't really see uh, there should be a discrepancy with that. I am not saying that we need to give up our individualities. I think a lot of people, when, when you start talking about um, African unity, it is more intertwined with Pan-Africanism. People get that confused with, oh, what do you mean? Um, you want me to, to become an African again? No. I will not give up what we classify, especially in North America, as our Black culture. That is a stamp. That is ours. I will not give that up. I will always and forever love my black culture and that will always be a part of me. That is probably the only part of me that I always say makes me an American. Um, and that's my individuality. So no, I'm not telling you to give that up. What I'm telling you is to embrace that, but also embrace the fact that when you see a person just because they are not from America, that they are completely different from you when they look similar or even exactly like you. There are instances where I'll meet, I've met, I've met Belizean women, I've met Puerto Rican women, I've met European black women, I've met all these black women and black men from the different parts of the world. I run across them, especially where I work. Um, and you can't tell them apart. Like I've met, ran across Belizean women that I did not know were from Belize at all. And that's a point I always make. I'd be like, you can't, you can't tell us apart. That's uh that's a fabricated lie. 
there are different skin tones of us. Some are light, some are really dark. There are different um, genetic genes. Some will look more North African. Some will look more South African. Some will, some of us will look more West African. But that's about it. That whole like, oh, I, I know he's from. Then look, black is black. That's the beauty of my culture, which is why I always love because at the source we always say this. We say black is black. We never really, you never truly can try to decipher what it is because it's one thing. No matter what side of the country you're on, black is black. Our black culture is black culture. You can't, there is no separation of it. We eat the same thing. We pretty much believe the same thing. It never changes. Uh, but for me, I really think this, this conversation needs to be brought back into fruition, especially with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and us caring about one another. You know, this is a real thing. You know, so... Um, the main goal of the African Union or the African Diaspora Union in the U.S. is to understand one another, you know, willing for us to unify, especially in Africa, establishing trade and investments, a trade and investment center in the Americas, an economic empowerment palace. I like that term. That is really dope. Um, for me, I think that layout should be mainly focused on two things if I were going to categorize them, which is economic empowerment and uh, how do I say this? Cultural mental development. The reason I avoid it that way is because we've had examples, whether it's American, American history or otherwise, that a way to truly change the structure, whether it's government and along with the mentality, is through economic power, which means uh, self-sufficient jobs, uh, self-sufficient economies, and how the economical power of the dollar or the currency that you use in your country can shift things. Prime example, the bus boycott. The reason the bus boycott I'm using version of America because I know the most or most inclined about American history. But the Bush boycott, for instance, which was a part of the Civil Rights, Civil Rights Act movement. The reason, one of the number one reasons why the Bush boycott is so effective is because it had an economical uh, impact on the rest of the system. Little did they know, we spend most of the money on the bus line at the time. We constantly have to spend most of the money. So the moment that we stop putting money in, into an economical system that does not better us, they struggle. They're like, oh shit, this is not working. We is losing money. You know, they two plus two because like I said, people say all the time, if you're sleeping, you never know that the kitchen light is on, you know what I mean, metaphorically. You never know you left the kitchen light on because you're sleeping. So these ideologies, these methods, these things can really come into fruition. And I really hope that we can make this a thing. There can be an embassy set up to where we as African descendant people, as Afro 
people, Afro-Latinos, Afro-Americans, Afro-Caribbeans, um, Afro-Europeans, if that's even a, a real term, I don't know. Um, but us as African or Afro people can go to these embassies and be like, yo, I'm trying to, the system isn't really working for me. They're not giving me the best benefits. I am trying to start a business in my section of the world. Or I want to come back and visit. I believe that there should be an Afro or African embassy where we can go and be like, hey, I want to go and take a trip to the motherland. You know, hey, can my first trip to our rooted birthplace as a people be, be free? Maybe. Just throwing it out there. You know, for us to, to see it. And then so forth and so forth as I go back, okay, I'll gladly, you know, uh, tribute to the improvement of the motherland as long as they tribute back. A lot of people be like, well, you want us to tribute, contribute to a place that doesn't contribute back to where we are? No. I believe that there should be a, an even exchange. I believe that there should be an even exchange between these two concepts. Say I wanted to stay in America, right? But I still wanted to have the benefits of being like a dual citizen because I feel that as, as birthed, being the birth of black people, I should have that birth right. You follow me? That, you know, hey, I get dual citizenship. Hey, I get these benefits similar to how, even though the immigration system isn't the best, the immigration system works. Just, just hey, you know, you got to throw it out there. Like, really, the same similar benefits that they say immigrants get when they come to America. I'm, look, it's the truth. I'm not lying. Um, these may be, you know, unwanted words for some people, but it's, it's true. You'll see it. People will come in trying to get what they call the American dream and they'll get a boost. I've seen quicker shops get set up by what they call immigrants than by the people who've already been here. And that's that can be held up by statistics. If you want me to put some numbers in on my next show, I will. But truly, and I'm not saying that, you know, that's not a positive thing, but it can be po more positive than that. For instance, say we have a brother and sister from the islands, from free Haiti, because I'm going to use Haiti, for instance. Uh, I know they're going through some things, but Haiti, right? Or Jamaica or the Bahamas or from the motherland, right? They come in, they come into America because they're they're looking for a better opportunity, uh, financial gain and things of that nature. They come in, they build their business, they get whatever benefits or sovereignties that the U.S. provides them. And in return, they say, well, I don't want to forget about the black people here right? Vice versa. We get whatever benefits that this created embassy that would be placed in each of the Americas provides us. And in return, we give back, right? Because it's about truly taking that real physical step towards unity as Black people. That shouldn't stop at a degree. To me, there is no degree of Blackness. There is no set standard of blackness. There is just us. 
being us in our individual forms. That's it. You can learn a lot if you take the time to talk to one another. If you truly stop trying to, I feel like people look too hard into what is different than what is the same. Truly. Which is why I bring this up. And it's, it's really powerful. It's, it's not, a, it's not a, a, a pipe dream to me. I truly believe that this can become a real thing. Once I started to see that my ideology isn't individual and that other people think like me and that at the end of the day, regardless that we may think that I may think we should go left and you may think that we should go right. We both think that there's a role to improvement, right? Same way with Malcolm and Martin. They both believe that there is a role to improvement. And once they were able, even though it was later in the years, <laughs> they sat down at the table long enough to decipher what each other were saying. They ended up what? Agreeing on a mutual ideology, right? A mutual statement and standing saying that, yeah, bro, you got a point. Malcolm, yeah, bro, you got a point. How does this work? How do we make this work? And I believe if they were alive long enough, we really could have figured that out. Um, me, I always stand on the principle of economical empowerment first, because if you have money in your hand, you can truly change something. If you understand the value of a dollar, if you understand the, the structure of a company, which I'm still trying to build today, Processes a lot sometimes, but if you understand these things, it can lead to what we call financial freedom. We can teach each other these things. Um, there is a, a stature saying that Nigerians are some of the most educated, probably even on the financial side, in the world. Like they're they're leading in the world. So how about hey? Bro, I don't know this. You do know this. How can you implement the system to make my foundation better? I may have something you don't. I have a, a structure that benefits our lifestyle that you've been trying to look for. Your, your particulars, your set of skills are over here. My set of skills are over here. I got what you need. You got what I need. Simple supply and demand, right? Simple hand-for-hand hand exchange for even exchange. None of this is, is truly hard. It's the wheel. I really feel like the, the wheel is, is the hardest hump for us to get over. You know, that's why I always talk about, you know, showing uh, brotherly love and sisterly love and, and, and black love, you know, as part of uh, the couples. All these things can can come into light. All these things can can come into fruition. No, this is not this is not a pipe dream. I'm going to keep saying this. This is not a pipe dream. I hope that that we can take the steps. And before I leave this earth, that this comes into fruition. That this comes into reality. 
or at least, you know, my kids, my, my grandkids, my family will con- continue to try to push this, this dream of mine. Because it's not far from. Like for uh, example, back back to Black Wall Street, you know how many people doubt it that we can build towns, we can build banks, we can we can do all of these immaculate things. You know how many people told they they can't do that. You know them stereotypical beliefs. They we ain't about to do that. No. What ended up happening? We did it. Same way with that. We can do this. And it just takes a it just takes a, a try. Which is why you keep seeing me speak, which is why you keep seeing me uh give out little small little motivational pieces, even the controversial ones. Because they all have merit to the end goal. What is the end goal for us? The end goal for us, I believe, is this. We create a space that has economical improvement and power to where we do not have to rely on the system that is unwilling to change. We are willing to change our views because we are one people, right? So we are willing to put the time and the effort in to make that dream come true. We are willing to put the time and the effort into, hey, bro, you need a, a cup of sugar. You need a, a hammer to build your fence, to build your water system, to build your lighthouse that can power the block to what ends up becoming our neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like none of this is none of this is fake. So that's why I always push financial financial empowerment and cultural development. I feel like people get a real misconception of what black culture is. I feel like a lot of the times they don't understand what that is and why there's a, a line for what we say is ours. Like, yo, chill out. You know, there's there's uh, should be, I always call it a, a line of respect. But that's just my piece. That's a small tidbit of where I want my dream to go, where I want us to go, to where we can all sit down at the table and take bits and pieces of our individual meals and make this pot. And this pot becomes a thing that we can all eat from. And we can never be worried about, well, damn, where I'm at in the world right now, they, they don't want to help me. I got a place to go. I remember I was talking to a native, a native black. I was talking to a native black. And don't don't take this the wrong way when I say this. This is just truly an example. I was talking to a native black and and in some part of the conversation, she was like, Well, I always I always feel like I have a place to go when it comes to the reservation. And I don't always feel like that with the black community. I want to change that. We should always have a place to go amongst each other and be like, hey, they tripping over there. It's not working out. I need a place that understands what I'm trying to do and wants to help. I need a, a economical backing. 
I need a financial backing to, to start my business that ends up improving my neighborhood, improving my lifestyle, improving my neighbor's lifestyle. If they see, say, say my neighbor's little girl or boy sees me becoming a success, right? Sees me becoming something they've always wanted to be that is outside of the norm. But because I did it now, I'm instilling that mentality. That's why I say one of the the greatest and special things about uh, President Obama was the symbol, sim, symbolic motivation that he gives to the future generations. You can judge however you want to judge. That's a big feat. That's a big accomplishment in changing our mentalities as far as who we can be, regardless of all the ops. And that's the same thing here. Who we can be as a melting pot of people because we're the same people. We just live on different parts of the earth. In my eyes, you know, some take their individuality to heart. I don't ignore it. I just say, bruh, big nose, you know, 2C, 3C, 4C. I just learned degrees of hair, but we all develop that degrees of hair. We all develop that uh, mixed blend, light to, to, to super dark pigmentation, but the pigmentation at the root of the tree comes from what? One place. So it's one people. Um, and I really hope that we can get to that ideology at some point in our life. But that's my bid. That's my stance. Um, hope y'all enjoyed the show. I am the lost African, the Afro boy uh, for the betterment of all black people, all Afro people. Um, and even if you aren't, you know, black Afro, hey, you want to have a conversation with me? You want to kick it? You want to learn more about us or, you know, give your 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 input on what improved your community that you, hey, we did this over here. You know what I'm saying? We did this over here. This helped improve our community. Hey, y'all want to get a shot? If you want to share something, I take all information because I believe all information, no matter who it comes from, is valuable. Knowledge has no face. You know what I mean? Knowledge has no face. Knowledge is one thing that improves all, right? But I'll holler at y'all.